are now tuned in to another episode of For Your Records, the conversation for music lovers. Hosted by me, Key from Clee. Hey y'all, it's me, Key from Clee, and it's another episode of For Your Records. I know, I know, I know. It's been two weeks, but y'all know I went to Dubai. I lost my phone in Dubai, came back, had to get a new phone, then realized I broke my laptop charger. Y'all, I just been going through it, okay? But we back, okay? We back, we better. I got some shit lined up. We got some shit together. I'm going to catch y'all up today. It's just me. I got so much to catch y'all up on, just what I've been listening to, my Dubai trip, went to this Ari Lennox concert. Y'all know I'm at Ari Lennox. Oh my God, I almost passed out uh the, the show was amazing um going to see masego next week y'all will definitely hear about that too um supposed to be going to dreamville fest next week honestly i'm not in the mood to travel y'all i don't know if it's because like i just did this big international trip and i'm just tired or i'm just i don't know maybe i just kind of bit off more than i could chew this year once again um but if I don't decide to go, y'all know I will be at the Division concert because everything just fell on April 1st any fucking way. But hey, y'all. How are y'all? I just done my whole life on y'all for a second. Um, so if y'all know, you know, I kind of had a time in Dubai, huh? I've never had so many things happen to me at one time on a trip and still made the best of it. But that's what happens when you travel with just good-hearted people and people that genuinely care about you and you know travel with people that you know you can have a good time with and people that you know will have your back if something goes wrong and just people that just understand you know people that are just understanding not people that take life too serious and just you know really just genuinely know how to have fun and know how to handle things when things go left and Travel with y'all family, y'all. I know we always talk about friends with groups and all of that, but like generally travel with your family. Like have a good time with your family. Like I can't I can't really explain it, but traveling with your family really brings different experiences. Just look back on and then you can say, wow, I did that with my sister. Or wow, I did that with my cousin. Or wow, I did that with my aunt. We had a great time doing it. But um, we're going to get into the tea, hun. I ain't going to give y'all the, the backstory and all this other shit. Because I got some Patreon content that's coming. Patreon will be live in April. I'm not about to play with it. Y'all about to, y'all about to pay for the juicy shit. I ain't about to give it, I ain't about to, give it to y'all straight no more. Y'all got to pay for it. But I will tell you about the debaucher because it definitely was um, an experience. Um, I went with a travel group, um, the Dubai experience. Um, I believe it's something that my sister came across on Facebook and she sent to me. Yada, yada. I will say, um, each of us had two to a room. We paid um, $1,500 a person. And that included like the hotel, um, the shuttle to and from, all the events, 
um, some, you know, some things that we did, um, you know, was part of it. Like they gave us like dinner a couple nights, a part of what we was doing and the transportation to where we were going and, you know, the additional things that would cost you money. But all in all, you know, it was pretty much a good little deal. I think all in all, outside of the spending cost, I probably spent about $600 or $700 or something like that, um, which I probably would have spent more if I hadn't lost my phone because I had, you know, transferred a lot of money on my Apple Pay type of shit. So once it was on my Apple Pay, it was a wrap. I couldn't do anything with my phone being lost. So after that, I was trapping off the credit card. Um, I will say when you go, if you do go, um, just keep in mind that if you're not going to transfer your actual, like, cash to Durham's, don't even bother, like, paying American cash because they're they're going to rip you off. <laughs> like, they're going to rip you off. They're not going to give you your full change back. They're not going to um, do the math correctly to the conversion of, you know, a dollar. One of our dollars, like, dollars and like 60 cents of their change but they weren't doing like full conversions they would just do like three dollars or 3.2 or just whatever and then even then they wouldn't give you back american cash they're going to give you back the dedums so just keep that in mind so honestly i wish i would have just kept put, transferred all my money to my apple pay anyway and just would have just paid everything like that um just to avoid you know your credit, your bank being like, ooh, is this fraud, blah, blah, blah. You know, unless you're a scammer, go ahead and do that shit and get your money back. Power to you. But, um, let me start here. So the flight, babe. Okay, so I flew from Cleveland to Chicago. Soflo United flight. Soflo hour. Flew to O'Hare. Um, there was a miscommunication with my baggage. Um, I was told in Cleveland that my bags would go straight to Dubai in DXB. That's not what happened. When I got to Chicago, I had to recheck my bags. However, my layover in Chicago was not as long as everybody else's. My sisters and my brother-in-law, they left at like, I want to say they probably got to Chicago like around 2, 3 p.m. And then we didn't fly out till about 7 p.m. So my flight was later than everybody else's. I got to Chicago at like 5.30. So my layover was like an hour and a half. And when you fly in to the Chicago airport, um, you're on the domestic side. You're just taking a regular domestic flight. Well, we had to go to the international side, which is all the way on the other side. And you have to take like this little trolley train or whatever the hell, literally through the damn air park on the, on the fucking uh, walkway. And it was crazy. Like, it was crazy. So anyway, by the time I got there, I'm trying to hurry up and rush to the gate anyway, because by the time I got there, I only had like 45 minutes to get to the other side so i'm panicking like well shit let me just go ahead and, and you know make my way but i didn't even know i had to recheck my bags because i'm taking an international flight did not know that so my bag sat in chicago overnight hate to see it um that flight was so 
quick to Chicago anyway. We, it was only took like 50 minutes to get there. So by the time I got there, it was like 5.20. We didn't get off the plane. So, you know, how'd that go? 5.38. And then it's like, okay, cool. Let me hurry up and run and get to the other side. Girl, couldn't even stop and give me nothing to eat. All I had was Chick-fil-A from damn Cleveland, Cleveland Hopkins Airport. I'm just going through a child. So at that point, I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So I get there. Got me some little Gary's popcorn. Boom. Ran to the other side. By the time I get there, it's like 10 minutes until they was about to board. So then we all transfer our little tags or whatever, and we get on this international flight. So then we on this Emirates flight, and it's going to take us 13 hours. 13 hours to get to Chicago, to Dubai. Y'all, they gave us three meals on the flight. So everybody was like, damn, did you eat? Yeah, I ate three. They gave us three meals on the flight. I missed one of them because they don't wake you up. And I missed the pizza both times, there and back. And I heard it was really good. I had the only thing that was, like, really, really good. But, I mean, the food, I gave it a 6 out of 10. I ain't gonna lie. Like, it was edible, you know? But it wasn't satisfying. It was very small portions. Um, I often, as I was eating it, I kind of was wondering how they did they heat it up. And I think that kind of turned me off just thinking about it. But it was definitely given, like, school lunch. School lunch when you're hungry. Um, it was, like, chicken and rice. I had barbecue chicken. They give you like a little dessert, little cookies, the little kind, little granola bars, fruit, you know, breakfast. It was like scrambled eggs and some other shit. I don't eat eggs, so I just kind of took it for the fruit. And then the lady next to me gave me her fruit. But speaking of the lady next to me, um, so like probably like three hours into the flight, they were giving us our dinner for the night. And she asked for some goddamn tomato juice. And she spilled it all over my leg. And I had some, like, they were like little cow print sweatpants on. So, And it's so crazy because I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, never did I run through all these airports and all of this. And my, and my pants are still wet, like white. Like, they're still white and they still clean. That was crazy to me. And then as soon as I talked to them, that lady put tomato juice all down my leg, y'all. And it was on my book bag because my book bag was in front of me because I didn't put it up top. So it was all in my book bag, all over that. And it was all in my crock. My sock was wet. So I'm like, damn. So I took my socks off instantly. Go to the bathroom. Take my pants off. I just threw them in the sink, child. Took the pants leg. Soaked it with water. Drenched it as much as I could. And put the sweatpants back on. And I thought to myself, I got like 10 and a half more hours left on this flight. By the time I get off, they should be dry, right? <laughs> Sick. Sick, okay. Took my crack off, literally just threw it in the sink, rinsed it out. Good thing I wore the crocs and not the Yeezys. That's all I can say. <sighs> Went to the sit down or whatever, sit back down. The lady trying to like clean up the mess. She got her she literally took so Emirates gives you blankets and pillows. None of us used our, our blankets. I already had my own blanket that I take with me everywhere like a fucking Linus. And she, so she took all three of our blankets and put them on the floor. And then she put them across. She put hers across like all three of the seats. So her and her daughter were sitting on the end and I had the window seat. 
And when I tell y'all, she, she, like, she really was trying to accommodate me after that. She talking to me all type of shit. Like, before that, she you could tell she didn't want no parts. But she felt real bad for spilling that tomato juice on me. Which was hilarious, child. But nice conversation with the lady. She's really nice. Um, I guess she was had a whole nother flight to catch. God damn, that shit was crazy just hearing that. She had a whole nother flight to catch. That was like eight, seven hours or something like that. I forgot where she was going, but... I didn't even buy that eggs because I, I look, I'm I'm international doubt at this point. So she was saying that she had was going to a wedding and her friend had recently just moved to that country. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Sound like somebody they fiance shit to me, so I stopped asking questions. Because <sighs> I didn't want to come off rude. Y'all know I'm too invested in shit like that. So fast forward. Um I'm on the plane. Child, I watched House of Gucci. They give you a nice little TV in front of the hair rest in front of you. You can spend the seat back a little bit. But I was being mindful because I'm like, damn, if I'm watching TV on this hair rest in front of me. And he got his seat back. Now I got to pull my seat back so I can see. So I'm like, damn, this is about to be like, I hope I'm, I'm making the person behind me comfortable. But they was cool. I look back. I asked the lady. She was cool. So, I mean, yeah, I watched House of Gucci, woke up, woke up, finished House of Gucci because I had to go back like, ooh, 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 fell asleep, let me go back. Um, I'm trying to think what else I watched. I watched uh, Father of the Bride. Um, but yeah, probably like on the way there. I think I was too excited because on the way back, child, well, on the way back, I was going to be bored anyway because I lost my phone. But on the way back, I only watched the that Lizzo documentary and probably... A episode of uh, Your Honor, cause child, I was tired, tired, and I f- that flight was probably like fifteen hours on the way back for whatever reason. I will say if it was fifteen hours of the flight, I slept ten of it on the way back, and then on the way there, if it was thirteen hours of the flight, I probably slept eight of it. So like, I pretty much slept like a whole eight hours on the way there and on the way back. But on the way back, it was probably more consecutively. On the way there, I kept waking up, going back to sleep, waking up, going back to sleep. I think it was too exciting. So anyway, we get off the plane, and obviously, my like it just lost, and I'm freaking out, like, oh my god, what the fuck? So I ended up putting a claim in for my luggage. Cool. Now I'm calmed down a little bit. We finally get to the hotel. We're able to check in. Get to the hotel. The hotel's nice. Nice. It was real nice. Um, the bed was little, but it was really nice. Um, waited for my friend Sierra to get there. Her flight came in. She was flying out of Cleveland as well, but she flew out a little bit earlier because she had to fly, fly catch a flight back um, to Arizona because that's where she's living currently. She was already in Cleveland um, for for the weekend before, so she flew out of Cleveland. But her flight was like a little bit earlier. She flew out of JFK. And then from there, um, I believe she flew to Soha. And then from Soha, she came to Dubai. But the, she didn't get to Dubai until probably like 10 p.m. We got there at about 7.30 p.m. So, by the time she gets in, I done cried and smoked shit because I ain't got my luggage or whatever. So, I took a shower or whatever. Rummaged through her shit. Managed to find an outfit. All right, sis, we outside. Cool. Called an Uber to where they was at. We turned up okay we had a great time i forgot the luggage was lost child we turned up it was great we had taken shots 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 it was a great time okay we had a great time cleveland was in the building we showed up we showed out 
we had a great time. We had a great time. But mind you, we didn't see much of Dubai that night. So, you know, we just know we in Dubai. We are in the country. We just ready to turn up. We had that long-ass flight. We just ready to turn up. Everybody was there. My cousin, her husband, my cousin Tasha, we celebrating her 35th birthday, celebrating Jasmine's birthday, celebrating my brother-in-law turning 33. It was just a great time, okay? The Pisces was Piscean. We had a great time, okay? My sisters came as well. My friend Sierra flew out, and then we made friends from Cleveland as well. So it ended up we we came as a group of eight, and we ended up being a group of twelve. Insane. We had had a great time. Cleveland was in the building. The next day, we went on this desert safari. Child, we rode the camels. We was on the ATVs in the in the sand. We was up. Okay, Sierra was like my little boyfriend all weekend because she was like our little date. We just flew out there together. We had a great time. We was on the camels, did a little camel ride, even though the camel just went in a damn circle, but it's okay. Um, we had a great time. It was hot, so, you know, we was just ready to go at one point, had some ice cream, you know, got some necklaces made. It was great, like, having a great time, dividing it up. So then we ended up going um, to, like, this desert, like, party with, like, belly dancers and, like, these, like, entertainers and fire and it was it was great we had a great time the hookah they call it shisha out there shisha so we was smoking the shisha and we had like these little vip seats um my sisters and sierra got some henna i, I kind of got impatient got off the line i just was tired of waiting to be honest with you um kind of regretting not getting the henna now but it's okay it's okay I'm tripping. but um yeah we had a great time like we had a great time all in all. Um, what else? We had like a little barbecue that night. Tried some food. Um, a lot of like Indian and Arabic foods. Very good. It just, it was like very flavorful. That's definitely what I can say. But I just wasn't like impressed. Um, but it was really good. Uh, the barbecue food was probably one of my favorites, though. I was definitely eating, like, some fried vegetables or some shit with some sauce. That shit was a 10 out of 10. I like, that shit was good. But the more I ate, it kind of just kind of got a little turned on. I don't I had liquor. We had a bunch of liquor that day. Oh, my goodness. It was hot. Liquor and heat do not mix. Um, by the time we got back to the hotel, my luggage got there. So that was great. So, I mean, you know, didn't have to miss out on too much. Um, that night, I believe we did a denim and heels party. We was lit. Oh my God. That was like the night that was like my, my cousin Tasha's birthday. So like we turned up, we had a great time. We were drunk as we all could be. <laughs> um, we had a great time. Like we definitely had a great time that night. Um, definitely one of my favorite nights we went out actually. Um, but we had a great time. Um, if you were watching my story, you know that we were very turnt. The men were upset because we was really shaking ass so much. It was crazy. Um, but we had a great time that night. Um, let me see. Um, we had like dinner at the hotel where they like cook steak and chicken and salmon and stuff in front of you. So that was pretty cool. And then they had like different <clears throat> like, um, options to eat each night. Um, again, I wasn't impressed. It was, it was okay. Um, but the steak every day, 10 out of 10, the steak was amazing. Um, I just wasn't really impressed with the food, but the next day we had, we did like this city tour. 
Um, and we kind of got like a little taste of the beach. Um, we saw like all the different views and the different um, parks that they have. And like, um, like I guess like the, where you go if you like want to go to a lake per se, like that type of thing. But like everywhere is just like beach, desert, beach, desert. It was just like really nice because um, you get all three. You get the beach, you get the city and you get the desert. So it was like, you know, kind of like three vacations in one per se. It was kind of cool. Um, we went to this McDonald's. Um, they had like this like chicken gyro on pita bread. Amazing as fuck. And they still don't fill your fries all the way to the top. So really it's, it's fucked them. But all in all, amazing. The shit was so good. So freaking good. Like it was so good. The nuggets were so fresh. Um, my sister said her Big Mac was, you know, really fresh, very um, well seasoned. I'm like, everything is just like very well seasoned here. I will say that was amazing having that McDonald's on the food court. Um, like a sense of normalcy, per se. Um, I don't think what we did that night. Oh, that night we went on like this little gala, um, like in the city. It was really nice. Oh, it was so beautiful. Everybody was just looked so beautiful. I felt a little underdressed myself. Um, I would have, you know, added a little sparkles and glam to my dress if I would. But the dress that I wanted to wear uh, would have been way more fitting. But um, the zippers, uh, my zipper ended up kind of like breaking a little bit. So I got to take that to the dry cleaner so I can pull that back out. But um, it was amazing. Oh, my God. It was, a, it was great. Um, we had a great time. We got a section that night. Um, we, the Don Julio was Don Julio in that night. We were very fucked up. We, we swag surfed. It was amazing. It was, it was great. Um, and then the next day was my favorite day. We went to the beach. Um, the beach is amazing. Amazing. Had some amazing nachos. Um, very stiff drink, if you will. With some hookah on the beach. It was definitely a vibe. Um, the beach is very beautiful. Um, it's not what I expected it to be. But it was very beautiful. Like the beach was very, very beautiful. Um, they had like a lot of those little mini fish in there. Um, didn't see like any big creatures per se. Lots of seashells though. Like it's, it's really nice. It was very nice. And then you had like. The perfect view of the city on the beach, so it was like beautiful. An amazing time. Um, the mall is amazing. It's an aquarium and a zoo inside their mall. Um, any high fashion store you can think of is in that mall. Any store you could ever think of that ever happened is inside that mall. It's furniture stores inside the mall. Like it's crazy. The mall is insane. You honestly, you would need. You can take the whole week of vacation just going through their mall because it's like so many floors and just like it's miles long. It's it's just crazy. Like it's insane. They have like this big fountain in the back, um, which looks like a fucking park, but it's like a park attached to the mall. Y'all, it's insane. Like it's the most insane shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, I had a great time. Um, I had a great time. The yacht party, we had we had went on like this all white yacht party, um, with like an open bar. We was fucked up, child. And then like we kind of made our own party out of it. I think by that yacht party, we kind of realized like we was partied out. Like that's the most partying we did in a while, in a year type of shit. 
and by the yacht party we kind of like made our own kind of party so like they had like this little shallow pool or whatever we kind of just went over there listened to the music kept the drinks going accidentally fell in the pool the guys was you know so hyped up about it so they tried to send us shots shout out i was the only one drinking them damn shots everybody else was throwing them so i got fucked up and lost my phone can't tell you how i lost my phone still to this day i just know i lost it on that damn shuttle bus um i don't know the group that we was in that they was taking us everywhere they said that they use the same shuttle buses but i don't i i just don't i don't i don't see how true that is like i just don't see to this, to this day i don't know but i will say this uh dubai is supposed to be like one of those places where it's like no theft ever in the world and it's one of the safest places and you know, people will always bring it back to you and anything like that. And, and and honestly, I did get that vibe. Everybody was very friendly. Everybody was very, they seemed schemy, like they want some money. But other than that, like, they gonna upcharge you for some shit. But other than that, like, the it's very, you know, it's very clean there. You can't litter. You can't curse. You can't, you, your car can't be fucked up. You can't have an old car. You can't, like, it's a lot of stipulations to live in there. And the government gonna help you do it. So if the government gonna help you, I mean, I feel them. You about to follow these regulations. So to be honest with you, I don't know if somebody stole my phone. And if somebody did steal my phone, I feel like it was probably somebody within the travel group. But I don't know. I still don't have any notifications about anybody, like, turning on the phone or charging the phone and, you know, Cause it will tell me if the phone moved from that location, but I ain't tripping for real. Ain't nothing like a new iPhone anyway. <laughs> but I did have to spend the last two days in Dubai without a phone. But we did do dinner in the sky. Um, after I awoke in on Monday from my dead shit. But yeah, we went to dinner in the sky. It was such a, such an experience. Such an experience. Oh my god, such an experience. And I know people do that in a lot of different places they go, but I never got a chance to do it. The dinner in the sky was such an experience. If you ever go out of town and they have dinner in the sky, do it. It's quite the experience. And the food was actually pretty good. I wish I would have got the lamb, but it was it was good. It was really good. I'm not gonna lie. The food was actually not that bad. I thought it was I had no expectations for the food being good, to be honest with you. Just because everything I had there was mediocre and then like for things like that I I just, you know, look for the experience. I don't expect the food to be that great. But it was okay um what else last day we went to like this festival i forgot what it's called but it's like an ethnic think of it like an ethnic cedar point like they have different things to cater to each, each country usa south america europe germany at south africa like it's just so many like different places like you know that they sell cultural things and they have rides and Ripley's Believe It or Not. And it's like just like five amusement parts put into one. Really cool. Um, really cool. So that was a cool experience. The food was still, eh, it was okay. Um, but yeah, if you ever, you know, the flight was $1,300, I will say. And I spent probably about six to $700 when I got there. So. It's really not that bad. Um, it's quite the experience. Um, you know, if you definitely want to do the club scene, that can get costly, though. 
um, just from like, you know, them selling bottles in the club and everything, but you know, that gets costly anywhere. But I had a great time just from the beach and seeing the city and the mall and everything. It was a great time. Like I really enjoyed myself and the people that I went with made it even better. So I will say like my time in Dubai was well worth it. Um, so yeah, I was jet lagged really bad when I came back though. Like the Dubai is eight hours ahead of Cleveland. So I was very tired. Like when I got back, it was like 7 p.m. And I was, no, 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 that's not true. Yeah, it was like 8.30 when I got back and I was already ready to like go to bed. Like, I'm like, I'm tired. I'm tired right now. And I slept on both flights. And it was so, so crazy because I was just so tired. I remember the next day I worked from home and I slept. Like, they don't even know what I slept. I, I went to two meetings that morning and I slept the rest of the day. I hope they didn't notice. <laughs> um... That Friday on St. Patrick's Day, I did go to Ari Lennox. I met her. Um, I did have some amazing photos. Make sure y'all check those out. I met her. Um, I did kind of call her out for adding Cleveland last minute. Kind of throwing my plans off a little bit. But it's cool. We settled our beef a little bit. She said she loved my hair and I smell good. So y'all know I was feeling myself a little bit. But her concert... She sounds so much better than the tracks. Oh my god, I've never I've never seen anything like it. Like, oh my god, it's so amazing how good she sounds. Her voice sounds so good and so effortless. And it just makes me appreciate R and B concerts so much more. Definitely looking forward to all the R&B concerts that I have lined up this year more than rap concerts because it's just like, not that I don't have expectations for rap concerts because they're always a vibe. Like, I'm going to see Uncle Larry again. Might go see Babyface Ray and May. Um, I was thinking about going to see Soldier Boy. <laughs> I'm going to see Lil Wayne um, in a couple weeks here. But it's like, I, I'm I'm really excited to see Masego next week. I'm really excited for that. And I'm excited to see um, all your links again at Roots Picnic. I'm excited to see Sid at Roots Picnic. Like, I just can't wait for the soulful shit. And it's like, I know, I know, I know. It's just very, like, exciting to me. Just, like, how instruments and voices just go together so well. Like, I don't know. I love it. Um, I'm also excited to see Beyonce. I'm going to see Beyonce in Phoenix. I don't know if I told y'all on here, but... <laughs> A girl going to see Beyonce in Phoenix. So shout out to my friends here. We're going to go to uh, Beyonce together. I'm excited for that. Um, yeah. Um, trying to think what else I have lined up concert-wise. Um, I don't know. I'm just really excited to see Masego. I feel like I didn't get the full experience at Roots Picnic because, first of all, he didn't do a full set because they was already running behind on that stage and it was really bothering me. But to know like he does all these instruments and his voice and just him, like I'm just very excited. It's gonna be a very grown and sexy concert. Like I'm I'm excited about just how he's gonna put it together. Like I'm just excited and I hope he plays some instruments. Um, all right, y'all. So let's see what I got for y'all. Music-wise. Uh, okay, so T-Pain just came out with an album where he did, like, a bunch of covers of, like, classic songs. 
And at first I was looking at like the titles and I was like, he tripping, like he playing in our fucking face, but he did them justice, hon. If y'all not hit to that T-Pain album, I don't come trying to remember what the fuck it's called. Let me open my music. But it's so different. It makes you appreciate on top of the covers. Teddy Pendergrass on top of the covers. But anyway, it's like eight songs and yeah. Like he did Don't Stop Believing, A Change Is Gonna Come, Stay With Me, Tennessee Whiskey. Like, stop playing. He did some classic songs and he'd sound damn good. And honestly, I appreciate covers more than I appreciate all these damn samples because I'm just, just sing your version of the song at this point. Why we got to make a version of your own? I don't understand that. Like, I don't like that. Um,. What else? <laughs> what else? Oh, Tink new album. Okay, so I do. Okay, so Tink coming to Cleveland as well in April. And I'm not going to lie. I'm, 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 I really want to go, but I hate seeing artists when they drop albums that I'm not really too fond of. Like, I really don't like her new album. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Hitmaker producing on the whole album is not okay. Um... It's just not okay to me. It's not something that's logical. It's not something that's okay. It's not something that I think should be done. <laughs> I just don't. He, he, he samples too much and then it's kind of taking away from the rest of the um, I liked the very last song on the album and I was mad because the album was over. And it pissed me off because it was like, damn, this is really like a, a moment for her. This could have been a moment for her. And I feel like it kind of got crumbled. And it kind of brings me back to my statement of Tink. Like, she good where she at. And it's like, the people that be in her corner, I feel like they don't want to see her win as much as we want to see her win. But it's not that I don't want to see her win. I just feel like if she going to keep giving us this, I'm I'm okay with where she at. And that's just facts. If she coming out with an album and it's like, this album was really, really good. And then this EP was really, really good. And then... You come up with this album and it's like, and you come up with this EP and it's like, and then you look at who's behind and you're like, oh, that's why I don't like it. So it's kind of sad to me how I don't like it. And I kind of forced myself to listen to it a little bit. Once I found out Hitmaker was behind it, I kind of was like, eh, okay. Um, But then I kind of feel bad because I like that Hallie and Chris Brown song. And as much as I like it, it just like it's that how does it feel that's also a, an usher sample of like one of my favorite usher songs on one of my favorite usher albums and it's like i like the song or do i like the sample but i think the song kind of grown on me because it's not a full body of work the same way tinks is and it's like it's hard for me to pick a song off of there that i actually like because all of them are samples and i'd rather just go back and listen to the original so it's like sample versus cover. I'll take the cover each time. To be honest, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I'm kind of over it. Um, I'm kind of looking at this new album. And I'm kind of looking to uh, six Light, blunt, whatever. People. Um, I don't have my own expectations. I'm just looking to the point where I don't know what to expect. 
sent from him. And I don't know how I feel about that. But um, I, I don't know. I don't really have too high expectations of him, to be honest. And I don't know. It kind of makes me sad. A little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Um, let's see. Uh, what else have I been listening to? Oh, that Dreamville Creed. Um, insane. Oh my goodness. I love it so much. So Dreamville dropped their, um, the soundtrack for Creed 3. Kind of like what, you know, Kendrick did for the Black Panther soundtrack for the first one. But it's really good. I still have not seen Creed 3. Um, I don't know why, but whatever. I probably will see it this weekend, to be honest with you. I'm not doing shit else. But um, I really love um, the song with Jid and Luke, my boy. Um, Jack with Earth Gang and Buddy. Um, Greater with Ari Lennox. Um, Shadows with Kalani. Like, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, Hate Me Now. Um, really, I, I don't know. I just, I like it. It's And every day I like a new song. So it's like, it's growing on me. I really like it. Um, I'm listening, I've been going back listening to J. Cole's old album. Um, and kind of coming to terms that I don't think I like J. Cole after 2004 Forest Hills Drive. Because I don't listen I don't listen to the off season at all. And KOD didn't age well enough for me. Um, but Friends is a different song for me, just hit different. Um and Window Pain, like those two songs just hit really different for me. But other than that, like ATM and Motivate, Kevin's Heart, I don't think those songs kinda aged well. Kevin's Heart is still okay, I guess, but yeah. Send me your Zania once. I lied. All right. I still like that. But I don't know. And then for I always just have my favorites off of there and kept them moving. Like, just neighbors and folding clothes and change. That's really it. I don't really like any of that, to be honest with you. We could talk about it. Like, that's a legendary story. Um, So I did watch Swarm, you guys. I'm not going to, like, spoil it for y'all. But it's it's genius. And I don't care what nobody says. It's, it's talking about the beehive. They asked the girl on the show, the girl that um played Dre. She did an amazing job. She did an amazing job. <laughs> but um, she said it's not about Beyonce and the beehive. But it's like, Girl, it is. It's clear as day. It's called Swarm. Every time you get heated, you hear the little bees. Nigel music sounds some similar to Beyonce when she came out with like, um, you know, who around the world, girls, information and stuff. Like, let's talk about it. Twenty six Grammys. How many Beyonce? How many uh Beyonce had? Probably more. But let's let's like let's really. Let's not lie. Let's not lie to, to the people. But um, Swarm is actually really good, just how they executed it, um, how they just made the girl, like, 
in a mind of hers per se and how we're able to like seek out what she's trying to do i guess but it's really interesting to to see um donald glover do something outside of atlanta um he's nuts um he's a he's a madman for sure i don't know who's worse him or um the the get out dude i can't remember his name uh can't can't remember but i don't know who's really sicker in the head i don't know i can't even tell you um i don't think i like bel-air anymore i don't like how they're going with the storyline it's giving all american and i'm not fucking with that um but like they could have this a little bit more with Coco Jones with her influencing. I don't like that. What happened to her? Um, be just being the chef and becoming a boss ass bitch that way. And she definitely could have been giving Tiana Princess and the Frog vibes. Like I don't get it. Also, speaking of Tiana and Princess and the Frog, um, Coco Jones and Ryan Destiny are really the only actors to that. Um, as much as I love Ari Lennox, I just can't see her acting. Um, but if she did, that would be great. Um, but yeah, I would love to see Coco Jones and Ryan Destiny in that role. Whenever they decide to do a live action version of that role. I'm also very excited for Little Mermaid. So excited now that the final trailer has came out. I'm so excited, y'all. I feel like a kid. Like, I'm so excited. I'm gonna take my niece just because, but <laughs> I'm I'm excited. I'm very excited. And I'm also excited for the Peter Pan, the uh Yara Shahidi being um Tinkerbell. I'm so excited for that as well. So I'm excited for some shit. Um Power is back. Ooh, that first episode was so good. Um, really good. BMF ended crazy. Um and the second season of BMF really wasn't all that good. I know we all ran and raved about it, how good it was the first season, but the second season, it wasn't really good. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I have today on the, on the musical notes side. Oh, Brandy, um, from Cinderella, Brandy, Cinderella, Whitney Houston, the Asian guy, they come, they coming back together and they gonna be on Descendants. I'm very excited to see that. And now, uh, of course, y'all know, Impossible about to be stuck in my head for the next year again because I can never get that song out of my head. Like, I love it. R.I.P. to Whitney Houston. Um, yeah. I did have a story that I wanted to bring up that kept circling on social media, but I'm going to have a guest on next week. And the guest that I have next week is going to be really good. So I'm going to just discuss it. Um, so this week, I did want to shine a spotlight on this before I get up out of here. I'm doing a homage breakdown. So I did want to bring this up, but I did want to share my divide trip with y'all because I did, you know, I was able to spend my own with y'all. Um, somebody asked me, you know, because I I always say all the time like music is you know subjective and everybody's gonna listen to whatever they like. But he, somebody asked me, is a classic subjective? And I said, it shouldn't be. And I think, and it kind of got me thinking again, because I, I always talk about like what makes a classic rapper or what makes a classic um, album or whatever. But like, think about like classic tracks, like timeless songs, like songs that are always just deemed as classics. Like 
everybody can come to the ring and sing the song together, correct? Like, if you're in a room of all ethnics, I feel like if they can sing your song word for word, that's automatically a classic, right? And if you're a classic singer, you're going to have that those two or three classic songs that everybody knows word for word or just ones that, you know, just classic. So it makes you a classic or a classic song can make a classic person or a classic person can make a classic song. It doesn't matter, but a classic is all the norm. Subjective. I just wanted to put that out there. But really think about that. So does a classic person make a classic song or does the classic artist make a classic? Or does the classic album produce a classic track? You know? Thriller. That's a classic album, right? And it produces classic tracks. Thriller is a classic track. And well, I don't know. Is one of these starting something a track, a, a classic track? See, and that's where it go, That's where it kind of goes in hand to hand at because everybody says, "Oh, what's their classic album?" Like Beyonce, right? What's her classic album? What makes her classic album? Like, what's her thriller? But really, look at this. I'm really like really looking at Thriller, the album, right? And you got Baby Me Mine, The Girl Is Mine, The Girl Is Mine. You got Beat It. That's a classic album. The Lady in My Life. Pretty Young Thing, Human Nature, and Billie Jean, and Beat It, and Thriller. All right, I don't, yeah, and want to be starting something is how he started it. But like, 42 minutes, nine tracks, classic album, right? Every song on here is, is a classic. That's a classic album. So every song on the album has to be considered a classic. Or, like, I'm just really trying to think about this. Because this is really a classic album. Every song on here was on the charts. It's classic. So a classic track would definitely be Beat It. Everybody knows Beat It. Girl is mine. The doggone girl is mine. Dun, dun. That was on the that was on the track. It was a duet. It was Paul McCartney. Baby Be Mine. That's probably like the only like least least song on here. Out of nine though. Eight out of nine tracks are bangers. Thriller? The video the video spoke for itself. Beat it? The video spoke for itself too. Billy Jean is not my lover. That's like his most known song ever. Human nature, why, why, do, 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 do. like stop playing. So when these new artists just be coming out and they be saying, "Oh, this is just being gonna be being classic," and it's like really think about it because like you can overdo it, which I think Lil Baby just did on his last album. You kind of overdid it a little bit, overshadowed some good songs that you had. Um, overdo it because nine tracks seems a little short, but not feeling for more either in a way because they're all good if you put out songs like all nine are good how is it how is it not a classic think about it i just really want y'all to think about this I, I this has been running in my head all week when somebody asked me this because it's just like well damn you know well damn and then even then if you got the 25th anniversary you have all of these different versions and all these different interviews and all these different versions from 
shows. Like, that's what makes it a classic. I feel like songs that still show up in the movies, songs that came out in the 80s and 70s that still show up in the movies, or even songs from the 2000s, that's deemed as a classic. But, like, really, ideally, when you think of, like, decades, and you stamp an artist for that decade, that artist can be deemed as a classic, even though they may not have, like, a full album of bangers by them. That artist can still be deemed as a classic. We're going to revisit this when I have a guest, though, because, like, this is just something I want y'all to think about. Because I'm just, like, think about, like, a classic album that you know everybody knows. Think of, like, a classic song that, you know, anybody can sing a karaoke and they don't sing along with you. And then classic artists, like you have classic artists where like they just don't make bad music. Like, think about it. Is Doja Cat going to be claimed as a classic artist, even though she sells out these big arenas and everything and she can dominate these pop charts and puts out these albums every time that she drops, goes number one, even though her albums may be 15, 16 tracks. Nine of them have became singles now at this point. Like, shit like that. Like, does that deem you as a classic artist? So it's like, someone can be deemed as a classic artist. Because Beyonce's a classic artist, but what is her thriller? B-Day? B-Day? How many classics were on there? How many classics were on the thing? If you look at the album, right? Because you got to run your album out. You got Irreplaceable, you got Kitty Cat, Upgrade You was a single, Laws and All was a single, Resentment was a single, Ring the Alarm was a single, Breakup Dress was a single. She ran the album out. That's her thriller. Beautiful Liar. I don't know. I just feel like when you drop these albums, you gotta well, keep them hard. If you're gonna run these albums off the ground, you gotta run these albums for two years. You gotta be reminded. Oh yeah, you did drop this album. Oh yeah, you did drop this. Okay, you did come out with this track. That's crazy when you think about that. That's really crazy. But alright, y'all. I love y'all. Thanks for listening to another episode of For Your Records. I just had to update y'all on the Dubai trip, my trips, and everything coming out. We back on the program, baby. Love y'all. Mwah.